0: Hi there, welcome back. This is going to be for Ezekiel chapter 14. The heading reads, The Lord will not answer those who worship false gods and work iniquity. Ezekiel cries repentance. The people would not be saved, though Noah, Daniel, and Job ministered among them. Verse 1, Then came certain of the elders of Israel unto me, and sat before me. And the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Son of man, these men have set up their idols in their heart, and put the stumbling block of their iniquity before their face. Should I be inquired of of at all by them? Therefore speak unto them, and say unto them, Thus saith the Lord God, Every man of the house of Israel that setteth up his idols in his heart, and putteth the stumbling block of his iniquity before his face, and cometh to the prophet, I, the Lord, will answer him that cometh according to the multitude of his idols, that I may take the house of Israel in their own heart, because they they are all estranged from me through their idols. Therefore, say unto the house of Israel, Thus saith the Lord God, Repent, and turn yourselves from your idols, and turn away from your, turn away your faces from all your abominations. For every one of the house of Israel, or of the stranger that sojourneth in Israel, which separateth himself from me, and setteth up his idols in his heart, and putteth a stumbling block of his iniquity before his face, and cometh to a prophet to inquire of him concerning me, I, the Lord, will answer him by myself. And I will set my face against that man, and will and will make him a sign and a proverb, and I will cut him off from the midst of my people, and ye shall know that I am the Lord. And if the prophet be deceived when he hath spoken a thing, I the Lord have not deceived that prophet, therefore I will stretch out my hand upon him and will destroy him from the midst of my people Israel. In other words, anybody that's a false prophet here and they know that they're a false prophet, and the Lord's going to smite them. And they shall bear the the punishment of their iniquity. The punishment of the prophet shall be even as the punishment of him that seeketh unto him, that the house of Israel may go no more astray from me, neither be polluted any more with all their transgressions, but that they may be my people, and I will be their God, saith the Lord God. Notice how he still has mercy toward them, that his arm is outstretched still, and that he would uh, take them back if they would just repent. Verse 12, The word of the Lord came again unto me, saying... Son of man, when the, when the land sinneth against me by transgressing grievously, then will I stretch out mine hand upon it, and will break the staff of the bread thereof, and will send famine upon it, and will cut off man and beast from it. Though these three men, Noah, Daniel, and Job, were in it, they should deliver but their own souls by their righteousness, saith the Lord God. If I cause noisome or wild or evil beasts to pass through the land, and they spoil it, so that it be desolate, that no man may pass through because of the beasts... I wonder if Daniel is dead by now because they're mentioning Daniel. Remember, Daniel was also taken captive into Babylon. Uh, I wonder if he's already passed away by now. I'm not sure. Verse 16, "'Though these three men were in it as I live, saith the Lord God, they shall deliver neither sons nor daughters. They only shall be delivered, but the land shall be desolate.'" Or if I bring a sword upon that land and say, sword, go through the land, so that I cut off man and beast from it, though these three men were in it, as I live, saith the Lord God, they shall deliver neither sons nor daughters, but they only shall be delivered themselves. Or if I send a pestilence into that land and and pour out my fury upon it in blood to cut off from it the man, man and beast... Though Noah and Daniel and Job were in it, as I live, saith the Lord God, they shall deliver neither son nor daughter, they shall but deliver their own souls by their righteousness.' Daniel, who is a contemporary of Ezekiel in Babylon, was one of the most righteous men on the earth at the time and was highly favored of God. He was even respected by Nebuchadnezzar and Darius, kings of Babylon and Persia. The Lord referred to both Noah and Job as being perfect, meaning that they were completely upright before God and living the commandments he had given them. But Ezekiel said, Even they could not save the people of Judah from the consequences of their sins. All people stand or fall in accordance with their own actions and cannot rely on the righteousness of others. Also, it is not the personal power of the Lord's spokesman that turns people to God but the willingness of of the recipient to respond to the promptings and witness of the Spirit of God. Consider, for example, the message of the Lord's parable of the rich man and Lazarus in Luke 16, 19-31, and so that was out of the Institute Manual. Verse 21, For thus saith the Lord God, How much more when I send my four sword judgments upon Israel, or upon Jerusalem, the sword and the famine and the noisome beast and the pestilence to cut off from it man and beast. Yet behold, therein shall be left a remnant that shall be brought forth, both sons and daughters. Behold, they shall come forth unto you, and ye shall see their way and their doings, and ye shall be comforted concerning the evil that I have brought upon Jerusalem, even concerning all that I have brought upon it, and they shall comfort you when ye see their ways and their doings, and ye shall know that I have done, have not done without cause all that I have done in it, saith the Lord God. So it sounds like there will still be a remnant of Jews in Jerusalem, uh, and that they'll bring forth uh, righteousness in the end. Anyway, that's the end of the chapter. We'll see you next time. Bye.